What's up, everybody? Yeah. It's a Tuesday. We made it. <laughs> Tuesday. For the Cuff Price Top 10. I wanted you guys, these guys are going to take over the show while I take a little nap and uh, recover <laughs> myself here. Weekend, man. I know, man. So uh, we got to get this party started. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's a really um, long intro. Hey, but I love having seen it a million times now. I've really kind of honed in on each individual person. It's amazing what they each are putting into this song. It's really a very cool, very all cool song. amazing yeah, DJs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of amazing, show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com for your price guides, collections, and trends. And this here top ten list. Sign over to go over to CoverPrice.com and sign up for a two week free trial or six ninety nine a month to get the full blown. Our friends at Key Collectibles for all your CDC and facilitating needs. They press, they slab, they clean, they do all that good stuff. Also, our friends at KRS Comics. Uh, KRS Comics, we have a booth at WonderCon, so make sure you peep them out. Uh, I do believe uh, this may be still available. Damn. This was also there. <clears throat> Speaking of Mike Mayhew, him and um, Will Jack will be at the WonderCon booth. Uh, so go peep them out at WonderCon. I'll be there Saturday and Sunday. I think Zach and uh, Man- and uh, Nemesis Prime may show up, too. 
Um, our friends at Cover Price will actually have a booth, or excuse me, a panel there on Saturday at 5.30 p.m. talking about everything we talk about. Basically, how collecting has gone crazy and the uh, pricing and everything. It's everything we love to talk about. And Matt and John are going to have a panel at WonderCon, so make sure you check out the Cover Price panel. Uh, it's going to be a blast. WonderCon is always huge. It's in our backyard. All of our friends are there. So, uh, actually, Manimo and I went there. Shit. Yeah, when did we go there? Five years ago? Four years ago? Fuck, it seems like so long ago. Yeah. Man, it was fun, too, because we- we, awesome. No, everybody in the community comes out, so it's a great time. So, all right, let's get right to it, boys and girls. This is the Cover Price Top 10. As always, there's one book that doesn't quite crack the Top 10, but is worthy of an honorable mention. What do we got for the runner-up this week, Zach? Runner up at number 11, we've got Ms. Marvel number one from 2014. So the Ms. Marvel Disney Plus trailer was finally released last week. While most were upset over the big change in her powers, there was still enough for fans to get excited about. Kamala's key issues are some of the most expensive modern comics. So this one provided a more accessible entry point. We tracked 10 copies sold, seven day trend of 152% and a high sale of $310 for a CGC 9.8. Damn. I think I may be putting mine up on my slab soon, you know, because, uh, yeah, somebody has to pay off that they're dead in Vegas. So uh, it'd be my comic books. <laughs> What's the be number careful. that you actually put it up at, Tivo? Are you been waiting? I mean, now that it's just I've been waiting, I've been waiting for uh, I've been waiting for a trailer to drop. So because uh, once that trailer drops, patient one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You got to wait for the got trailer. Tim? I have this one and I have Captain Marvel 14 and 17. Nice. Yeah, so I have all of those first appearances. I've been waiting and waiting. I'm like, just for I'm just gotta wait a little bit longer. Just wait a little bit longer because if I don't do it within the next like two or three weeks, it'll be too late. So it's always that small window of opportunity. So uh, Miss Marvel number one from uh, 2014 for three hundred and ten dollars. This is uh, this is what we call the residual effect. All right. Uh, speaking of residuals, what do we got for number ten? I haven't seen this book on here for a while. All right. Well, at number 10, we've got Thor issue number one, originally published in 2014 from Marvel Comics. This first ongoing issue features a female Thor, later revealed to be Jane Foster, is picking up steam as we get closer to a Thor Love and Thunder trailer, which has to be any day now, right? Well, we tracked 14 copies sold this week with a seven day trend of plus 118 percent and a high sale of three hundred and thirty dollars for a CGC nine point eight. Bro, there's been so many fake trailers for Thor: Love and Thunder. You think it's real, then you realize it's just like uh, they blended a Damn bunch one. of tr- yeah clips from all the different movies and everything. But supposedly, it's gonna drop pretty soon here. Uh, what's interesting I read today is um, Avatar trailer is gonna drop during Doctor Strange as uh, in front of Doctor Strange into the Universe of Madness. Um, hmm. So that first time ever you're gonna see it on the and you know. It's kind of cool to see a trailer for the first time on the big screen. You know what I'm saying? You know, because oh, we always sure. see him. Yeah, because we always see him on like YouTube or whatever. But the first time you see it, like in a theater, remember? Can you remember back then when there wasn't the only place you could see a trailer was at the theaters? And then you right. were just like, yeah. I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, the first time I think the tra- a trailer showed up online was a Phantom Menace. Phantom 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 Menace. If you think about that. Think about that for a second. I think Phantom Menace was the first one to show up online. Uh, this was like the early days of the the internets. Um, and Ain't It Cool News, I think, was breaking stories. That was the first 
time somebody had scooped news about anything was any cool news, and they dropped that the Phantom Menace was going to be developed, and that's how Harry Knowles kind of came on the scene. Harry Knowles is from uh, Texas, too, if you didn't know. He was the, the bearded dude in Fanboys. Uh, that Harry Knowles, anycoolnews.com used to be my go-to back in the day, man. But number number 10 on the list is Thor, number one from 2014. So far, so good for me, except for number nine. I don't got this. Uh, uh, Star Wars, this is Darth Vader, number six from 2017. I believe this is volume two, right? I Um, think so, yeah. So this is Inquisitors and Grand Inquisitor, first appearance in Star Wars, Darth Vader, number six. It was already on fire before their appearance and the Disney Plus Kenobi trailer, thanks to speculation and rumors. With their official confirmation, their first appearance is still hot with 22 copies tracked this week, and it had a seven-day uptrend of 100, or I'm sorry, of 82%, and it had a high sale of almost 500 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Yeah, Disney Plus has really kind of breathed life in, back into comic, uh, Star Wars comic books. Oh, yeah. uh, Big thing. Yeah, uh, so good for them, man. I mean, the, the Kenobi trailer looks incredible. Oh, um, yeah, so exciting. I think Man, I'm all on the Comic-Con podcast, or uh, he was on the Comic-Con podcast with uh, Michelle from Moonlit, and he was saying yeah. Kenobi is probably the best in all of them, and I would agree. He was great I mean, in the prequels. Oh, yeah. You know, some people didn't like um, Hayden Christensen, but um, he basically was a young Alec Guinness playing Obi-Wan Kenobi when he was younger, right? I mean, he had the he had the voice, the accent, everything done perfectly. He sounded like a young Alec Guinness. Um, and I don't think even young Alec Guinness ever sounded like that because he's always <laughs> been old as far as I can tell. So number nine on the list is Darth Vader, number six from 2017. Remember, there's volume one and volume two. So I think this is the one that came out in 2017. And uh, we haven't seen, I've been talking about this book for a while now. I always said it's undervalued. What do we got for number eight? So speaking of the greatest Jedi of all time, Star Wars number two uh, from 1977. So with Obi-Wan getting more attention, his first appearance is picking back up. Last week, we tracked 16 copies sold, seven-day trend of 116%, and a high sale of $1,920 for a CGC 9.8. Keep in mind that, that that this is nearly half of the all-time high of $3,700 from March of 2021. So wondering if it can get back to that number. Yeah, I got like, uh, man, I, I used to get these for like five bucks a piece, dude, like three or four years ago when nobody cared about the Star Wars comic books. And I had like the run of one through like 10 or one through 15. It's like, man. Mike, uh, big to do sent me a uh, Roke years ago and it was like six or seven of Star Wars number twos, man. It was. He had he, at his at his comic shop for the last three or four years. They've always had like these early issues of Star Wars, and I used to always buy them. And then I, and I mean, a lot of people don't realize this is the first appearance of Obi Wan Kenobi, even mm-hmm. though they think it's in Star Wars number one. Uh, but that's uh, not the case. So look it out, man. Look out for the uh, thirty-five cent variant too, if you can, on this book. Is this, that one's going to be a ghost pretty soon? Does this have like a? What do you think of this book anything? getting up to thirty-seven hundred last March? That's crazy. So a I year think once ago so, today, Star Wars was hotter than it is now. Well, because I think a year ago is when they first announced there was going to be a Ben Kenobi show. I do mm-hmm. believe I do during um, oh yeah the Disney Investor Day or something like that. Ago. Yeah, yeah. So when it first announced they were doing a Ben Kenobi series, and then you know, so it's everything is cyclical, right? We if you guys watch our show, we tell you 
buy it gets hot on the show announcement cools down first trailer comes up and it gets hot again so if you know what the trends are you know when to sell and buy so that's why i'm buying selling my miss marvel number ones now uh or first appearances so number eight on the list is star wars number two from 1977 still seems to be 9.8 uh for 1900 that seems like a that still seems like a steal to me at least what do you got for number seven all right coming in at number seven we've got that special JLA Avengers Hero Initiative trade paperback that was just recently published. Now, the recent health concerns around George Perez have directed a spotlight on the need for us as a community to contribute to vital organizations like the Hero Initiative. The Hero Initiative was created as a charity dedicated to helping comic book creators in medical or financial need. Now, George Perez was a founding board member himself is an example of a comic book creator that this charity would directly benefit from. Marvel and DC came back together to reprint this classic crossover in a trade paperback limited to 7,000 copies, initially only costing $30. It's the first official trade paperback to make it on our top 10 with 16 copies sold at a seven-day trend of up 138% and a high sale of five hundred and thirty five dollars for a raw copy however the fair market value is currently trending at about 250 bucks for those selling their copies we implore you to consider donating a portion of those profits to the hero initiative the intention of this book was to benefit the charity rather than to create a rare exclusive with aftermarket value if we can work together to share those aftermarket sales It'll make this limited trade paperback an even bigger success by increasing those initial funds raised and give directly back to the creators we love. That's not going to happen. No, our, that- <laughs> our community is a bunch full of selfish scumbags. Uh, well, you know, no, it's not yeah. just the community, though. It's a lot of um, like LCSs that are out there selling this book that they got for less than cover price because they have, you know, they get a discount and they're selling straight out the, the gate for like 200 pops. Are you serious? Yeah, hell yeah. Well, yeah, like, you know, they should have, yeah, it's hard to put a cap on things in the aftermarket, but they, you know, for LCSs to sell it for that much, you know, like it, kick it over to George Perez or, you know, or somebody from the Hero Initiative. But, you know, that's just the way our community is. If it's a record of scum and villainy. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, it's what's interesting is I remember there was like whisperings that hey, uh, DC Marvel, you guys should you know re-release this, and it actually happened. I didn't you know think ever think DC and Marvel can get together to do something, and then we get something nice. You guys all trash it by selling it raw copies for five hundred thirty-five dollars online. Do you do you think we could like publicly shame that guy to donate? You know, let's say he bought, it, say man, donate two hundred dollars or your five hundred thirty-five. No, yeah. you know what? You want to do better than that. The community as a whole needs to be a lot better about this stuff and don't pay these prices because That's this right. person sitting on a book or multiple people are trying to sell it for $535. If no one pays for it, that book goes down in price because they're just holding a yeah. book that they want to sell. So you should refuse to pay these prices. And like FOMO is not that big of a deal, bro. Just hold yeah. out and do not... Do not fund these terrorists. That's what that is right there. <laughs> so, I right. think as soon as they found out it was like a 700 print run, they were like, let me go out and, you know, 7, flip 000. this. Because, you know, you know, that's, you know, we are a group of dirty flippers for good and bad. Uh, you know, in this case, it's like, come on, man. It's like, you know, this was meant to help out the Hero Initiative, right? So it's like, you know, $535 is, what was the cover price on it? 30? 5 30 
probably twenty nine ninety nine, something like that. So you're gonna think an LCS was probably picking this thing up. You know, it costs about fifteen bucks. Yeah. And yeah. any LCS that sold this over thirty bucks, shame on you. Yeah. But five hundred thirty five. That is a unless lot. They, unless they donated that profit. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Do you yeah. think an LCS donated their profit? Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. no I have no, no faith in humanity anymore. No, not anymore. All human must die. I believe is what the Martian said. All right, number seven on the list: JLA Avengers Hero Initiative Trade Paperback re, uh, reprinting the. Uh, famous JLA Avengers crossover, which I don't think we'll ever see again, to be honest with you. So uh, we've always talked about it here before. All right, so number seven on the list to number six, still holding on strong. Are we halfway yeah. point? Or is that after Almost the next one? At the next one. Uh, yeah, so this is Batman number 28. This is New 52 stuff. And per deadline regarding CW's Gotham Knights, Fallon Smith plays Harper Rowe, described as a streetwise... Um, acrobat and often underestimated the blue-haired bisexual is a gifted engineer who can fix anything but what harper wants most of all is to repair broken lives of her and her brother cullen the only person she trusts harper rose first appearance is in batman number seven from the new 52 in 2012 however harper's first appearance as bluebird is in this issue batman number 28 uh, which we tracked 21 copies sold this week, and it had a seven-day uptrend and 107%, and it had a high sale of 155 bucks for a CGC 9.8. And also, there is a rare combo variant, so be on the look for that, too. So this has nothing at all to do with the game. This is that new CW show, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, has that when does that game come out? Because that looked really good when they announced Later the DC this year, fandom. I think. Yeah, where you could play all the site... You can play all the sidekicks, um, but um, I, 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 so we'll see, man. You know how CW stuff goes, right? For a while there, everybody was specking on like Flash villains and all this, and then the CW just kind of went to the wayside. And you know, I just read some recent stuff too, like uh, was it going to be the last season of uh, the Flash coming up soon on CW? Um, Probably about I mean, time. Yeah, Flash needs to end. I, all of them need to end, to be honest with you. I mean, I stopped watching them after that last crisis uh, event, uh, the last Green Arrow. I don't even know what happened to the Green Arrow world anymore, but uh, it, had a good, it had its good run. But um, all right, so uh, halfway through the list, boys and girls, let's hear from our sponsor, MySlabs, because I'm going to be heading over there later tonight to post up some new stuff. Tired of paying 10%, 15%, or more? To the platform designed by collectors for collectors just got even better. MySlabs.com is proud to now feature dedicated sections for both raw cards and raw comic books. Browse over 100,000 slab collectibles authenticated by the industry's most trusted grading companies. Then check out a massive selection of sealed wax and now raw singles and raw lots. Join a passionate, no-nonsense community of nearly 50,000 members and enjoy some of the best buyer and seller protection in the business. And as always, MySlabs offers one of the most disruptive pricing models in the hobby, with seller fees as low as only 1%. So the next time you're forced to pay 10%, 20%, or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com, the low-fee marketplace, by collectors, for collectors. Yeah, congrats to the team of MySlabs. I, I, I saw, I was following their um, social media, and they had just crossed, uh, crossed, crossed a milestone and as far as number of uh, uh raw uh 
uh, bar- or excuse me, uh, raw singles and sets are selling for. So it's oh, starting nice. to grow. So uh, put out your raw dogs up on my slabs. So maybe they can call it myraws.com now. I don't know. So number <laughs> six on the list is Batman number 28. What do we got for number five? Number five, number five, we have Catwoman number 41, the Sozo Mayaki, one in 25. So Sozo Mayaki is quickly growing in popularity with almost every variant of hers catching on fire. While this cover is a little more reserved value-wise compared to the high value of issue number 39, we still track 27 copies sold, the seven-day trend of 83%, and had a high sale of $50 for a raw copy. So is she like the new Peach Momoko, except actually good at her art yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean peach, i mean this looks totally like different to me than peach from Oko, you know what i'm oh, saying peach is garbage bro yeah i mean there's a couple like i think the uh the one for strange academy that had the uh magic cover was the only one i really dug from her but i mean maybe sosa mayaka will go the way of rose mayaka. besh because yeah i probably rose butchered Be- her name man sorry universe sozo mayaka <laughs> Uh, some somewhere like Sosa Kaiser from uh, <laughs> right. yeah, but this definitely has the um Batman Catwoman vibes. Uh, from what's her name? Um, oh man, what was her name? Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer? Yeah. yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. What, what was her origin story? I kept on forgetting. She it was like out of a got pushed out of a built like building and got licked, fell on some cats or something. Yeah, so, she got licked alive by cats, yeah, yeah, licked so alive. <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. Uh, she got it's, it's a weird. From, it's from a weird. I remember it's, like, it's kind of like um, in Spider-Man No Way Home, where uh, <laughs> where Jamie Fox goes, "Yeah, I, I fell in a thing of eels," and then somebody goes, "Yeah, I always falling and stuff. It's messed up, man." All right, so number five on the list is Catwoman. Number forty-one. Number four on the list is still going strong. What's number four? Still going strong. New Avengers issue number seven, originally published in two thousand and five, and as noted. The Illuminati's live action appearance seems to be highly likely in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Their first appearance keeps making their way back onto the top 10. This week, it returns to the list with 22 more copies sold in a seven-day trend of up 103% and a high sale of $495 for a CGC 9.8. And raw copies are currently at an FMV of about 52 bucks. Wow, I think left-handed I can draw as good as Peach Momoko. Oh. How you like that? I oh like that. yeah, man, I know. You see some, there's some the butt hurt is real in the comments. <laughs> uh, I was like, never even seen this person before, and it just creeped out of nowhere to just read yeah, the comment. But uh, yeah, Je- big uh, Peach Momoko fans over there. But anyway, uh, New Avengers number seven still going strong, man. Do you think this will stay on? And I mean, number oh, four. We is, it's last week we saw on the Shakers list uh, on the after show we saw. There was the uh, variant on that daily, so yeah. I, I mean, Doctor Strange drops in what May? Uh, I think May, right? Yeah, I think it drops in May. So we'll see, man. Because if the middle, okay, like I always said, it takes somebody to see an actual show. I mean, there's been leaks of saying there's at least ten more cameos that we don't know about in Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, we shall see. I mean, numbers for it to be on this list for this long and still be a number four. That's that's pretty incredible. I mean, that's like uh, Miles Morales levels uh, right. or the week of Miles, the month, year of Miles when he was there, the Miles book was on this list just forever and ever and ever. So uh, really getting stoked. 
for our Internal Multiverse of Madness. So New Avengers number seven coming in at number four. Oh, look what crept onto the list out of nowhere. Yeah, this rumored actor, Chris Adams. Oh, sorry, I should probably tell you the name of this book. It's yeah. Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man number 265. This is from back in 1985. Wow, what a year. This rumored actor, Christopher Abbott, will be playing the foreigner in Sony's Craven film. All right, wait, pause. Okay. Um, cyber grading, you can go fuck the shit. I fuck know, off. dude. This you know shit's what? hilarious. Obviously, you, obviously, you're you're from like one of those Snyder cuts or bullshit. Yeah, I love the Batman, so you can go kick fucking rocks. I don't give a fuck what you think. All right, this how you like that? Talking about not, uh, he hates haters, and then he's sitting here hating on something. Yeah, and then he goes, and "You probably like the Batman." Yeah, the one person who liked the Batman the least on this chat. So yeah, I actually like the Batman. Yeah, so how about that? Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, go kick rocks. Anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, in the comics, the foreigner was formerly married to Silver Sable, and this connection has allowed speculators to believe that Silver Sable may also appear in the film. Her first appearance in this issue moved 22 copies this week, and it had a seven-day uptick of 116% and a high sale of, wow, just shy of 600 bucks for the CGC 9.8. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> all right. Let's let's say, man, come on. All right, all right. See you, dude. <laughs> Later. The foreigner, the foreigner. Someone spent six hundred dollars on the foreigner. That's yeah, well, no, no, on Silver Sable. Oh, yeah, I just removed okay. that dude. He said, uh, anybody likes the Batman is feminine. Uh, okay, yeah, all right, dude. bye. <laughs> anyway, um, so remember, Sony is supposed to do a Silver Sable and was it Black Cat film? Was that? Was yeah, that... I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that got shelved. Remember, that was a whole thing. There was going to do a uh, Madam Web movie and all that stuff. And then uh, it's good to see this. Because remember, there's also a second print silver variant for this as well. Uh, there you go. So Cover Lover Comics called it out. So look out for this. If you think back in the 80s, they, they didn't do, when they did reprints, they just kind of made different colors of the same uh, cover. Uh, they didn't come out with a wholly different reject, uh, you know, excuse me, variant. You know what I'm saying? So um, I've been I hope this goes because I've been stacking these up. But anytime I see them, I buy them. So Amazing Spider-Man number 265 coming in at number three. All right. What the hell is number two? I have no idea. Number two, we've got Captain Carter number one, the animation variant, the one in 25. So this what if animated variant of Captain Carter number one is hanging in there with a high sale of $92.48 for a raw copy and trending at a fair market value of $65. We tracked 30 copies sold this week at a seven-day trend of 105%. Yeah, I love this cover, man. It's got it's got like a kind of used uh, magazine or paper cover to it, you know. And it's basically off of the animated version. Uh, hopefully, this kind of gives my Exiles number three some new love, even though technically it's not the same character. The market is kind of you know said so. So, uh, but this is pretty cool, man. It just came out. Wow, ninety-two dollars for raw just came out, man. And rumors are and. You kind of seen it on the damn poster, but uh, live action Captain Carter is going to be in Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness. I wonder how they would do that. Like they would, you know, um, CGI her up or put in a padded suit or something to make her look big because she's actually huge in the animated series. She's pretty yoked, uh, you know, after yeah. getting the serum. All right. So number two on the list is the Captain Carter number one, the animation one in 25 variant. All right. Number one is very interesting to why it even shows up on this list. I, but once you see the cover, I think you'll realize why. This is total cover. You guys ready? Miss Marvel issue number five, originally published in 2014, and as noted, 
Miss Marvel Disney Plus trailer was finally released last week. The trailer is tied to, spe to specific moments and covers. Like this issue, the show directly matched the cover image with a scene in the show. In addition, this issue also features Kamala's origin and, and her first official costume. Also, as noted, Kamala's key issues are some of the most expensive modern comics, and this issue was very affordable at an FMV of 20 bucks. Now, the key word was was affordable, uh -huh. as the raw FMV is now almost 50 bucks at $48. We tracked 37 copies sold in the last seven days with an uptick of 100 170% and we saw a high sale of $107.50 for only a CGC 9.4. Yeah, this so this is all because of the one scene in the trailer, right? Uh, where she's one sitting scene on in the trailer. Uh, yeah. That is that is to me that seems pretty cool to me where the creators of the show literally took something from a comic book cover or comic book art. You know, to to me that's that's something yeah. worthy of least short-term spec right you know what i'm saying i, mean, I don't know how long it's in list because unless the entire show she's just sitting on a lamp for the rest of her days you know but uh you know so you know what Ms. that reminds Mar me of was uh the scene in daredevil season two when punisher had daredevil like chained to the brick wall up on the rooftop like just right out of the comics like that always to me just i'm sure there's so many scenes like that but i remember I'm trying seeing to think that and being like damn that was awesome I'm trying to think if it was Ben Affleck's Daredevil or which one where he's kind of uh, hanging over the cross and uh, on the comic and then they put it on the film or they put on a series. Was that on the Daredevil Ben Affleck film or was that on the Daredevil series? Probably this. I don't remember the cross. You know what I'm talking about, right? That there's a scene, I think, where he's hanging on a cross, right? Because uh, this may have been from the series, but uh, it was part of, um, I want to say Kevin Smith's run on Daredevil. Help me out here. Or was it, uh, who, who did it? But anyway, it was pretty dope, man. Uh, I remember oh. it's just little scenes like that where you go, ah, I got that. That if I, I you know, I read that and you know, I saw that in the comic. Yeah, Thank, yeah. My, my favorite comic crossover or pull from the comic was the Walking Dead scene episode. There was a full episode where they pulled the entire comic scene for scene. It's where um, what the hell is the, the little nerdy episode? kid's name? No, what was the kid's name? God, I can't Glenn? remember. Yeah, no, the the little boy. His son? His son. So well, anyway, One-Eyed Joe? Yeah, he was. <laughs> Rick was sick, and the kid was going around getting pudding and all this stuff. Carl. When so I, if you look, oh, creepy yeah, I was going to say, say One-Eyed Joe, isn't that from the Goonies? What the <laughs> anyway, it was <laughs> a scene for Carl, scene. Bro. It was perfect. It was really, very cool talking about pulling things from comics. Well, actually, it's I meant Carl. the first Everyone episode of The Walking Carl. Dead. Carl, that's Yeah, right. the first uh, episode of The Walking Dead where, um, what's his name, wakes up in the hospital, and he's I mean, and, and he kind of realized where... It, that's like almost scene for scene for the comic book, which is, yeah, you know... Um, speaking of... I think... I was just thinking about this, too. I was like, Walking Dead is the first show to come to make the comics really hot. Because Walking Dead was already a hot series, but when the, the show came on, mm -hmm. it made Walking Dead like all new crazy levels of hot. Yeah. And after that, anything that had TV sh uh, movie show spec, what did that come out? 2007, 2006, The Walking Dead, I want to say. Think about that. Think about that for a second. Right, Any yeah. movie or TV show that came out prior to then didn't move comics at all. Walking Dead, to me, is the first one to really move comics. Um, and, and, and then and to then, start then people collecting ish first issues. Yeah. Of for for image, that really pushed yep. the image uh, collecting, 
or at least for sister collection. <laughs> Nemesis Prime ch- chiming in from Dallas airport somewhere. I don't know if he's landed yet. So, uh, yeah. So we're allowed to we, talk about the Batman now? Yes. Only if you're Absolutely. feminine. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, w- I watched the Batman when I shot a one. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I thought it was fantastic, from, uh, man. I, Matt I really DeVoe checking it. in. The Walking Dead didn't become a thousand dollar book until season two. Ah. Wow. It was a hot book, but then once it really started going, and I, Walking Dead kind of proved that you have to have consistent you seasons and seasons and seasons for a book to really grow. Uh, Iron Fist, <coughs> Iron Fist, but you know, for you know, you know. Well, but stuff. then think of all the books that came out of Walking Dead. I mean, you had first, yeah, the first Michonne, was Michonne, Michonne yeah. Negan, yeah. Daryl isn't even in the Walking Dead comic, I don't think. No, uh, and he's one of the most popular. I think they put him in a recent. He was in a recent on a cover of a. I think it was on one of these one of those shows. I think maybe on the Shakers list we had talked about it. Yeah, I remember Um, Negan was like the last really hot like Walking Dead comic, and they went buck wild with it when it came out. Yeah, the it was like a recent Negan one off. Yeah, no, when Negan came out, it was Negan came out. There was like tons of different colors. I think it was Walking Dead 100 or 95, somewhere along those lines. Oh, 100 is when he kills Glenn. Ah, Spoiler alert. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Man, you ruined it for everybody. Speaking of ruining things, Manimal, any last words? No, uh, but since my partner in crime, Nemesis Prime, is not here, shout out to the Comic-Con podcast. Make sure you check out our new episodes every Friday that drop on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and Google Podcasts. And you're if, if if you're effeminate, go check out the Comic Con podcast review of the Batman. To see yeah, what the, check that one see out. what their effeminate views are on it. Uh, speaking of effeminate, Todd McFarlane. No, JB, say what's going on, everybody. How you doing, everybody? Thanks for joining us on uh, tonight for this top ten list. Make sure you come back Thursday for that Shakers list because it's going to be fantastic. I appreciate everybody. If you had a good time, make sure you hit that thumbs up. Yeah, um, Ryan. Any last words? Tuesday nights are always a fun night. I had a few. I don't think I went over this week, so congratulations. No, I had a good like you. Congratulations to all of us. I had a good like three or four out of ten. Yeah. So that's good for me to actually. Know I was... got one from Justin. I gotta thank him. I pulled out of the box. So. Uh, oh, did you finally open that box you bought yeah, of him? Yeah, the yeah. new fifty-two I Batman. A whole new fifty-two thing from. <laughs> oh, him. So, yeah, all a bunch the books of you're hoarding. <laughs> yeah. Well, so he sent he it to you like it, a year it. ago, and you never well, even no, opened no. him out of the box. Four years ago. This is like when we first met. Four, four years? years ago. Four, four years ago. You just left him in the box? Yeah, I had no reason to open it because I've read That is them. truly... If you had no reason to open it for four years, you had no reason to buy it four years ago. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> yeah, no, but look at his patience now. First appearance of all these uh, like talent and all that stuff. Like That's, That's what true. it was about. So it was Sell them now. Sell them now. I get made fun now. of for buying books four years ago. Isn't this what no, the show's about? No. Jesus Christ, everybody. It's all about buying books. I feel hurt. Look around this room. But are they, are they near mint? Though? I don't know. I haven't opened it. <laughs> Still you haven't opened <laughs> it. Oh, my God. So yeah, Might as well just do a video about that so then I'm we gonna, can say. And they're not going to be near mint because that fucker, I know it. He's going to be like, I, yeah, I'm not give him. He, he kept the 9 eighths for himself for sure. Not for you. You can't ago. complain about it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys and girls, this show has gone off the rails, figuratively, literally, literally. and every which way possible. Well, we'll see you guys back Thursday for the Cover Price Shaker Show. Until then, boys and girls, keep digging in the long boxes. Peace. Shake and make it, boys.